Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. We have no doubt been watching uh, what's been happening with Fort McMurray. Obviously, they're into their first couple of days of getting people back uh, into that town. And, of course, uh, all, all kinds of emotion and stress and anxiety that goes along with it. And many have questioned whether that will have any effect on oil prices at all or even uh, them locally. Uh, now we're finding out gas stations in British Columbia and Alberta are running out. What are the, these issues? Does it have anything to do with Fort Mac? Uh, to clarify all of this, Dan McTagg, or at least as much as he can. Dan McTagg is with us, uh, analyst of uh, GasBuddy.com and, of course, uh, the guru of gas. He's with us now, Dan McTagg. Good afternoon, Dan. How you doing? Scott, I'm doing fine. Run off my feet, but other than that, uh, doing well. I understand this is about the 400th interview you've done today. Yeah, well, 24 hours have clocked over 67, and you'd be number 68. So 68? Better late than never. So what are people asking you? Why are the prices heading up in Western Canada? Why the taxation uh, caused a 22-cent increase, 20-cent increase in Newfoundland? And, of course, what's the long-term effect of... Uh, the Fort McMurray fires, and why has Edmonton's, uh, one of the three Edmonton refineries to supply all of Western Canada, Suncor, uh, shut down? Uh, all right, you know what? I don't, even need to, I don't even need to be here, Dan. You could do, probably do this by yourself, but let's start with the first one. That's out west in B.C. and Alberta. Why is there a gas shortage there? Uh, well, essentially, there is one refinery, uh, the Suncor refinery, which supplies all of Petro-Canada. Suncor owns Petro-Canada after the merger a couple of years ago. Um, they've run out of gasoline. They, they can't produce enough fuel to meet all of the needs of their own gas stations. So they uh, threw in the towel on Wednesday and said, uh, look, uh, we're, we're going to do something called allocation, which means you only get a small amount of what you need to keep your business going. And as a result of that, uh, we're now starting to see a lot of gas stations, Petrocan brand gas stations, from the B.C. interior all the way out now to, uh, well, Alberta potentially into uh, Winnipeg shutting down or not having enough gasoline until the next load comes in. What about other suppliers, other brands? <clears throat> well, of course, Suncor wants to make sure that they're selling gasoline, so they're asking other suppliers, uh, other refiners, to uh, fill the gap, which some of them can do. Um, but there comes a point where, as prices are rising, and I predict that for pretty much the entire country, they had a $0.10 cent rise from B.C. all the way out to Thunder Bay. And in fact, some of those are taking place as we speak, but most people had advance notice. They've obviously gone up, and the lineups were there, and they've uh, really sort of uh, uh, worn down uh, the, the supply in the system. So that's made a, a bad situation that much worse. The timing on the increase uh, couldn't have been worse, given that there's a shortage uh, by one of the refiners. So uh, it looks like uh, we're going to be seeing some several tenth days ahead. Whether it comes to Ontario or not is not well known. My only big concern with Ontario, and for us here in Hamilton, uh, would be uh, whether or not uh, uh, the uh, large refinery, Marathon, in Michigan uh, closes down. It has closed down. Uh, is looking for extra gasoline from Ontario, uh, particularly from Sarnia. Uh, that isn't known yet, but uh, we'll be watching very closely. Uh, you, you, you've been quoted in various articles that sometimes this is predictable, other times it isn't. Was this predictable? Well, shortages are always predictable if, in fact, the Canadian government made the same requests of refineries as the Americans have been doing for over half a century, and that's to demand of all refineries uh, uh, an inventory picture. They don't have to give their names, but at least let us know what your supply is week to week so that we can let the market decide whether the price we're paying is accurate. We can let consumers know whether this is a supply shortage. 
So we don't do that in Canada. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go over it again, Scott. I yeah. pushed that forward and got it through as a member of parliament in 2005, finally, uh, only to have the next government come in and kill it. So obviously there's a problem with transparency here, um, and uh, no one in Ottawa seems to be picking up the ball. Perhaps this might move them, especially out west where uh, the shortage. It's one thing to complain bitterly about gasoline prices. It's another thing not to have gasoline. Uh, so you you talked about coming to Ontario again. Go over that again. What 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 are the chances of that? Uh, how co- or could this possibly spread here? Well, the U.S. Midwest market, which extends from Ohio all the way out to the Rockies, uh, is facing a bit of a supply crunch with two refineries uh, not able to produce enough gasoline. U.S. demand is going through the roof. The refinery uh, in Detroit, uh, Marathon has been out now for two or three weeks. And uh, and what's the reason for that? What's the reason for them being out? Uh, their, their, their unit that uh, uh, takes desulfurizes gasoline, called a gas oil unit, can't uh, produce properly. And if it can't, if you have too much sulfur in your gasoline, you can't sell it because it uh, doesn't meet environmental standards. So um, this, uh, by the way, is a picture of things to come because January 1st is going to be even lower sulfur regulations. But uh, that'll happen on Jan 1, as you and I mentioned last time. Same time we bring in the new uh, cap-and-trade allowance. So look for a several cent of your increase at the pumps January 1. But hey, we're still only Jan- in the beginning of June, so that's several months down the road. If Marathon is looking for gasoline, it may very well knock on the door of uh, its neighbor in Surinia, where we have three refineries, Shell, Suncor, and, and Esso. Um, who might be able to provide them some gasoline, but that automatically impacts the supply picture for all of Ontario. So right. we'll have to watch. We can see what happens next week. Maybe Suncor and Edmonton will get its uh, refinery back up. But what happens in the United States, what happens in Western Canada, one way or another affects us here in Ontario. Okay, so what happened in Newfoundland? So we uh, had an announcement on April 16th that Newfoundland's financial picture was going to crash. Um, they had a $2 billion deficit, uh, up from zero, up from surplus a couple of years ago when crude uh, was uh, was bobbing around $100 or more a barrel. 40% of uh, Newfoundland Labrador's economy is uh, GDP is based on oil revenues. Uh, with those dropping to half, uh, the government was left uh, with a major shortfall and had to find a way to compensate for that, cutting back programs, cutting back spending, but also increasing taxes everywhere. And in one fell swoop, raised taxes 16.5 cents a liter with HST, about 18.5 cents a liter. And on January, on July 1st, they will increase their HST uh, to 15%. So all told, about a 22 cent a liter increase going forward uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, obviously, we're slowly seeing percent of taxes the government uh, claims going up and up. Ontario looks like one of the lower ones now. Does that mean they feel quite comfortable raising it, whether it's cap and trade or for anything? Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's the way they feel, but I know that that's probably where they are going to go. As I mentioned earlier, I think we're looking at a potential for prices to increase uh, as much as $0.07 cents a litre uh, by January 1st, not simply because of the cap and trade, which will be four and a half, five cents 5 cents a litre, uh, and it could, be, it could rise by then, um, but also because uh, <clears throat> the new North American regulations on sulfur make buying naphtha impossible. Naphtha is a very cheap filler during the winter especially. You have to use more expensive components like alkylates, and they're very expensive, hard to make, and many people can't make them readily. So we're going to be in a bit of a crunch situation, which could drive prices up another 3 cents a litre, 4 plus 3, that's 7 cents a litre come January 1st. All right, so obviously summer, the heavy driving season. Uh, what are we going to see in the next 90 days? 
Oh, boy. I can't tell you what's going to happen in the next 90 minutes. So uh, the market is all over the map. Um, I think we're looking at higher prices. Uh, you know, if you don't like the dollar uh, $8.9, $6.9, $9.9, um, you're, you're likely to see the top end maybe one fifteen nine, low end $1.5.9. Uh, and I wouldn't encourage people to go down to St. Catharines and buy gasoline there on Ontario Street uh, where Esso is offering it uh, at a discount, a deep discount, in order to drive out uh, independent retailers in the region. Uh, short-term gain, long-term pain. But uh, generally speaking, I think uh, what you see, plus minus five cents, is where we're going to be for the next couple of weeks. Now, uh, what happens if the price of oil goes up or down per barrel? Well, we already have an effect. I mean, oil... Uh, is not as important this time of year. It's gasoline right. supply and demand. And Refineries. We don't know what that is in Canada. All right. I know you've got uh, a pile of people to talk to you, so we'll let you go. Dan McTagg has been with us, of course, former Thanks, uh, Liberal MP and GasBuddy.com. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Scott. Bye for now.